Hashtag not hyperbolic at SRHR hubs. Hashtag VerseTV237C. Do you know what intersex is? Oh, I don't. So that's the I in LGBTQIA. 2% of our population is intersex. We don't test everyone that's born for what our chromosomes are. So there's XX and then there's XY, but then there's also a variation that's XXY. There's also some, there's like these multiple variations. There's six main ones that qualify someone as intersex. Um, and so what happens is, and is that like if a kid is born intersex, doctors, they don't even mark that down. Like they will take the kid, they talk to the parent and they say like whatever the genitalia most appears as, there, and, and literally, one thing that I've learned and have been told is like, doctors will literally say, it's easier to dig a hole than build a pole. So most people that are born intersex, they will make into someone that looks biologically female, but these people will have to take hormones for their entire life. They have to have gender, they have to have genital surgery, like on their genitals when they are babies. Intersex kids are specifically carved out. So in these bills, it says you can't commit no genital mutilation, no hormones. Your kid must be the, the biological sex that they were born unless they are intersex. And then we must do genital surgery. We must prescribe hormones. We must enforce the binary. Hmm. So that's and I'm and you if you think I'm being hyperbolic right now, not you or just anyone watching, like do this research. Look up what intersex is. All right, so I am a cisgender man, and I'm cool with that, but I do connect and feel for the trans and intersex community largely, well, at least due in part to the fact that, yes, quiet as it's kept, I have gynecomastia, which is that uh, thing that gives me man boobs. And um, I, I remember us actually even talking to the doctor when I was younger about potentially getting them uh, removed because they're perky, they're perky. And the doctor was like, yeah, you know, we'll just do two little slices underneath your boob and suck them out. And I was like, I think fortunately I, I found that disgusting. And I, I was like, no. But also I, I decided, so here's why we went to the doctor. Because TBT, TBH, in grade school, Kids used to, my fellow classmates used to tease me a lot about it. You know, you have titties. And I would walk around like hunched over. And my mom acknowledged that like that's it's gotta be bad for my spine if I continue that, you know, trying to hide my man boobs, you know, walking around hunched over. So it, it would, wet t-shirt constant anyway oh my gosh Aaron I, I can be silly about it now I'm remembering uh, Latoya Luckett uh, on the T Terrell Grice show when she was like therapy therapy y'all 
And it's like, I didn't have therapy for that, but it is something that I was able to grow out of the concern of. And fortunately, right in time for my uh, college thought sexual exploration days, because wouldn't you know it, a lot of <laughs> gay men actually love man boobs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm being so grotesque with y'all. I know. I know. Bad. Anyway, let me stop. But yes. So I learned that in college. So it's like I was teased all the way from puberty up to then. But in college, it was like, hey, <laughs> hey, what's cooking? Good look. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Oh, my God. So we're going to do it. What's cooking? Good looking. <laughs> and oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. It's not. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, what? whatever. Whatever, you guys. So I will say the it's easier to dig a hole than to build a pole analogy to me was kind of a crass and gross to me, but I absolutely believe that doctors would say such things, you know, it's like, ugh, ouch. And people get upset for whatever they are told to get upset about. And this is one of those things, and people just unresearched have just get upset about it. And people have mixed traits, bodily and sexuality and more. We're all mixed, not just racially, and well, okay, that, that that's another topic for another day. But we're all mixed. We're all a mix of things. That's why some people come out with XY chromosomes. Some people come out with XXY, like he was saying. And I will say this. I am an LGBT member. All, all of the letters. I, I, I'm every single one of them. I'm every homo. Anyway, oh my gosh. I'm every same gender loving. It's a but see, even that's not accurate necessarily because I'm every alphabet community. Okay, that works. But I did not know what intersex was. I I just was just like, I guess it's somebody in the middle, you know, just using the the context clues of the word itself enter sex and like enter in the middle and and that is what it is yes but i didn't realize i feel like the term hermaphrodite comes i probably i i should have looked that up before i go into all this so Suffice it to say, I believe that term has has a negative connotation. So intersex is and feels and is more appropriate. Yes. So, but yeah, we're all somewhere in the middle with 
different things. There are different things that we have. We all have different things. Accept it. Understand it. And like George Carlin said, this is my uh, final thought. Like George Carlin said, critical thinking is important. Don't just think what you're told to think. And yeah, these people who are so anti-gender health laws, gender affirming laws, because they, they think in terms of people being 100% one thing, 100% the other, or 100% the other. And they just see, see things in terms of black and white, you know, nothing in the middle. I'm not hmm, okay, I do know, actually. So they just see things in terms of that, not acknowledging that there are people in the middle. And this is the thing. If there are going to be people in the middle physically, then don't you think that means there could be people in the middle with different brains that manifest things like sexuality differently for different people? Why don't we accept that? Why don't we accept, and, and I'm getting all emotional, I get so emotional, baby. But yes, why don't we accept that? That everybody is somewhere in the middle. Everybody's got a mix of something. We're all a little bit mixed, you know? In our brains, in our bodies, whatever. You know, like again, me with, with my man boobs. I do have them and I'm proud of them now, yes. Darn it, you tried to make fun of me when I was a kid, but darn it, now I... Let me stop. But yes, so th th that's my thing. Yeah, we're diverse. The hashtag Verse TV family, yes or no question. Did you fully know about the world, about the meaning of intersex before this? And my answer is no, honestly, not really, no. And, but I, I understand, so here's the deal. While I didn't fully understand this concept of intersex before, I've always been of the, uh, not always, no, but for, for the duration of my adulthood, I have felt that yes, there are different people in the world. Yes, we need to love and accept people where they are and not try to make them change, just ex love and accept them where they are. We're all at different places, y'all. Anyway, okay. So, next. Yeah, okay. When we make time, cause we make good time all right now. Wait, that was C, this is D. All right, share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you very much. Hashtag second chances at Greg Mathis Jr. 
Hashtag VerseTV237D. Second chances do work. This weekend, I was honored to help tell my father, Judge Greg Mathis's inspiring life story, going from jail to judge in only 15 years. My father began his life as a street youth, caught up in Detroit's most notorious gang, the Earl Flynn's, a product of his environment. My father was raised by a single mother working two jobs to survive and doing the best she could to raise four boys in the toughest housing projects of Detroit. Like many in America's marginalized communities, my dad did not have a fair shot. He grew up in a community with subpar schools, guns, and drugs dumped into his neighborhood. Not to mention a lack of employment opportunity and rampant discrimination. My dad was not supposed to make it out. The system would have had him become another statistic, in jail, dead, or stuck in a cycle of poverty. My father successfully fought to overcome the odds and make it out. But he wasn't alone in his journey. My dad would not have made it out without a compassionate judge to give him a second chance, programs like affirmative action that allowed him to get his law degree, and a strong mentor in the Reverend Jesse Jackson, and many other blessings from God along the way. My father is living proof that it's never too late to turn your life around, and that second chances do work. We're coming to more cities with this show soon because it's that important for people to see it. And I hope this project can continue to serve as a strong reminder that policy makes a difference. Investment in community works, second chances work. Can't wait for you all to see Don't Judge Me. Second chances, oh my gosh. I, I, I love it, it's beautiful. And sometimes, ooh. wow, no, I'm not gonna cry, said, um, anyway. But sometimes pe people do just need a good set second chance. Like they've learned that mistake, hmm. And and they just need that second chance. I don't remember who sings it. I apologize because for the longest time, my track had the wrong name. And then one day somebody's like, no, that's not. I, I think it's Vanessa Bell Armstrong, God of a Second Chance. Oh my gosh, that's a beautiful song. And I'm not going to lie, even one of my family members who is a self-proclaimed atheist enjoyed that song because he's like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's all about that second chance, you know? So, yes, even though as a self-proclaimed atheist, he doesn't believe in the concept of God, he's like, second chances. I get that. I'm down with that. Yes, second chances. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, 
when they had the clips of the dude in the jumpsuit that reminded me of my personal connection uh, to people that I know who've been in those jumpsuits and that made me oh that is so emotional so emotion pulling and yes sometimes all the person needs is a second chance a second don't make yourself cry Aaron oh my gosh but sometimes all that's necessary is that second chance and a good friend to believe in them. Believe in you. I believe in you. You can do it. I can do it. And oh, wait a minute. So it, it looks like I, I didn't put it down. So although I, I might have, and I'm going to say it right now. Actually, no, I'm not, because I did write it down. So I'm going to stay in order. Yes. So, by the way, Greg Mathis Jr. has worked in D.C. politics, and his fiance, yes, fiance, is an engineer. So they are like the quintessence of a same-gender-loving power couple. And particularly with the fact that his fiance was an engine is an engineer, because th they did some video together. Um, I, I, I they're in a show. I think it's called Mathis Family Values. I definitely <sighs> I need to see it. Is what I need to do. Is the long story short, but hearing they were doing a Instagram video like on a couch together and um, his fiance, soon to be husband, if not already husband, had his arm around Greg Mathis Jr. And I'm like, oh, yes, having a man. Yes, I love it. Anyway, but it reminded me of shortly after I graduated from college back in what 2006 I um met this dude who I met him through a friend okay and I, I'm gonna like pull back on how much I reveal on stuff because it might begin to reveal who I'm speaking of possibly or who I, anyway but yeah so he liked me you know he was my favorite gorgeous thick dark chocolate oh my gosh and i liked him as well and he he loved the idea of us because i had just graduated and i had started my job at that time i was working in a Media sales, media sales. I was working for Heaven 600 and he was like, he, and he was an engineer. And 
he was like, yeah, you know, like we should be together and, you know, we could be like a power couple. And that was my first time hearing the concept of a power couple. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I like the sound of that. But ultimately we, we didn't really do much of anything, but he was fine. Yes, he was. Okay. Yes. And I, anyway, I was going to say everything happens for a reason, but my former pastor explained that, no, it's not everything happens for a reason, but it's that God can make reason out of anything. I know I'm talking real church to y'all today. I know, and I'm sorry for some, but hopefully y'all can follow me. So yes, you know, all of that to say the things that failed along the journey, I am okay because God Almighty is making sense out of it. And I am starting to see that sense. You know, oh my gosh, okay. I can't keep going on and on. I go on and on and on and on. All right. So the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question is, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever gotten a second chance for which you are particularly grateful? And my answer, oof, yes, yes. And in love and life, yes, MS has tried to count me out, yes. And I've reached some lows, some lows falling on my face. But I'm rebuilding, you guys. I'm rebuilding. Hallelujah. Yes. Life and love. Ooh. Why do y'all have me getting all, uh... Anyway. So now back to E. And it's going to restart, but that's okay with me because I love E. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you very much. Hashtag Cerebral TV 237 at Trey N. Kennedy at Decolonized at The Globetrotter Guys. Hashtag Verse TV 237E. You're a really great writer, but uh, we need something new and fresh. So if you don't give me something new and fresh by Christmas, we're going to go with one of the Gen Z kids. From the company that still tries to sell greeting cards. I need a fresh start. I think I'm going to go to rural Iowa. Okay, well, don't freaking complain to me when you can't find a good salon out there. I'm not in New York City anymore. <laughs> You're not going to get far in those high heels, sweetheart. I misjudge you at the start of the movie, and you annoy me. <sighs> You again? Am I at the bakery that I own? You're learning I have a sweet side to me. Well, I'm gluten-free. This is the part of the movie where I'm starting to be interested in you. Well, if love were a pie, I am missing an ingredient. Maybe that's you. <laughs> you. You were just using me to write one of your little New York stories? Everything I said was true. Everything. How about you just go back to the city where you came from? 
You can't leave tonight. Tomorrow morning's the Cherry Pie 5K. The whole town's gonna be there. I did the 5K. I made you this. Oh, but I'm gluten. Gluten free. I think this will be my best story yet. What's wrong with your country? Well, we don't even start by saying the King of Belgium created a slave colony for 30 years. The government of Belgium ran the slave colony for another 40 years. The CIA assassinated your first popular leader, Mr. Lumumba, and then installed another dictatorship for the next 30 years. And then Glencore and others now suck out your cobalt without giving you tax income. We don't reflect on that. We say, what's wrong with you? Why don't you govern properly? What's wrong with your country? Here's three LGBTQ-friendly hotel options in New York City. Number three, Thompson Central Park, which is super close to Times Square and has incredible views over Central Park itself. And if you book with access to the club lounge, you get food and snacks pretty much all day. Number two, the Beekman. This is a pretty iconic hotel with a lot of character, a beautiful atrium and a busy hotel bar and restaurant. It's also right next to Brooklyn Bridge, as is our final hotel at number one, the Guildhall, which has a more boutique feel. And if you're in the mood to treat yourself, a very spacious penthouse where we spent our final night relaxing before flying home. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you. Hashtag live mic TV 237 at see the thing is hashtag verse TV 237 at. Why does Keith Sweat say he has to be strong? Gotta be strong, but I gotta be strong. Oh, you did me wrong. Hey. But I thought we were really down. I thought we were down. But I gotta be strong. How long did Tevin Campbell say he wanted to talk? Oh, a minute. I feel like he's been talking too long. Can we just be like Jill Scott right now and just be <laughs> silent? <laughs> All right. What does Monica want to do before you walk out of her life? I only want to make things right. Oh, <laughs> and there we go. What was Erica Badu born underwater with? Three dollars and six dimes. Three. And for those that don't know what that means, it means that she was created whole. Three sixty. Oh. Look at your mind worked different. I tell you. All right, Durand Bernard, the exceptional, the exquisite, the, ah, uh, what is that word that means the only one? I, it slipped my mind. Anyway, but yes, as far as the music that, that he did right there, the Keith Sweat, that was Keith Sweat's Twisted. I, I, I love that song. But I gotta be strong. You did me wrong. And I thought we were really down. Now you say, want me out. Ooh, make a real mind. I like Keith Sweat. <sighs> I do. Anyway. And I don't understand, I don't understand, because Durand Bernard, you are a fellow, well, 
you were a Clevelander. I'm not sure where you live now, but I am a Clevelander, so I can say that that we're like Clevelanders to an extent, I guess. I don't know. But currently, I, I live in Cleveland. And I don't understand what you were saying about Tevin Campbell needing to be silent because he's beautiful, he's talented. I don't know what he's been. Now, okay. So I will say this. See, Tevin Campbell is Gen X and and this is why it kind of hurt, hurt my heart a little bit when you said that Tevin Campbell needs to just be silent. Because I remember going back, Devin Campbell's song, Back to the World. I remember I was dealing with still, like, like I, I was 13 because we still lived in upstate New York and I feel so happy now knowing that he's living as openly gay because I still remember when I was in college and I read that article that he did on, it was some magazine. And yes, he, That was back in the day when a, a number of celebrities, like in order to come out, they had to come out with like some, not and not by choice, but they had they would always seem to have some story of getting caught in the woods sucking somebody's dick, and that was also the case with Tevin Campbell or something ridiculous allegedly and i remember he came out with the sister to sister i think it was magazine and again this was when i was in college so the early 2000s and they were like so Tevin campbell are you gay he's like i don't know i mean i'm like whatever the way that i see it i'm like trisexual you know i'm willing to try anything once and it's like okay and i i remember that and that's a thing and i know this is why that's in the way huh. okay well i'll just deal and yeah so as far as Tevin Campbell needing to be silent, maybe stuff like that was troublesome, but you have to realize the time because at that time, not only was I still um, in not out, a lot of people were not out. Like, um, So if I'm gonna name one, I might as well name everybody. So as far as how much time? Okay, I won't. 
So I will say that I feel that Tevin Campbell being out now is like, and when I went to his Twitter page and all that stuff and saw that, oh, he's got the rainbow flags on it. Like it, it almost made me cry because it's like, I remember when we both were not out, you know? And it's like, and now we are, yay us, yay world, yay family, yes. Anyway, a different channel, anyway. But yeah, as far as Monica, before you walk out of my life, I love that song, of course. And of course, from her Miss Thang album. Can We Talk was from Devin Campbell's I'm Ready. Keith Sweat's song Twisted was from, I can't remember it, but that was his, like, that was a huge album. And I have that album, but I, the, the title is not coming to mind. And Erica Badu's 360, well, I was born underwater with $3 and six dimes, 360. One, thank you, Durand Bernard. I did not know that's what that meant. Thank you. And that's from her debut album, Baduism. So yeah, all, of the, all four of these albums are exceptional. Yeah, yeah, all four of them. I, I I love them all. I have them all, actually. Anyway, and not just have them all like <laughs> because of streaming, but like I actually have the physical CDs. Anyway, hashtag Verse TV family. This has been marvelous, marvelous, darling. Simply marvelous. I will talk to you all later. I'm Aaron Mack. This has been week 237. You can find me, Aaron Mack, at versetv.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V.com. And... You know... Okay. Now they want me girl, make up your mind. Keith Sweat really like. Did that thing. Yes, they all did that thing. Anyway, Aaron Mack at B E R S T E A V dot com. That's Aaron A A R O N. M-C-K at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V dot com. One more time, and I'm doing it now, 10 years later, actually telling people about it, because I will be honest. I will be honest, y'all. When I released that album first, way back in 2013, again, I just turned 30. I was trying to do it right before, but it, Things ran a little late, but um, 
Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. Reset. Two three seven.